Welcome back to our podcast, Germany Fanfic Fanatics. You're here with Tracy, Carrie and Holly. And today we're going to be discussing Aparicium. That is how you pronounce it. Uh, by Lady Ken's 347. This fic has 14 chapters and 58,469 words. It is currently available on AO3 and fanfiction.net. I do not believe that there is a an audio available for this yet. So shout out to all narrators out there. If you need a new fic to read, this is a good one to read. Um, this is your warning that there will be spoilers. So please pause this and come back once you've read this fic to enjoy it with us. And let's get started. So the, just, just to put it out there, like the premise of this one, Hermione is away for from London for about, what was it, six and a half years? Um, oh she guess. comes back with a child in tow. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so that's, <laughs> that's the premise. This and is a completed yes. fic. It is not a work yes. in progress. It is completed. And this, um, in, according to the author notes, um, the story was not betaed, so there were errors and grammatical errors, and so um, if that's something that you can't really look, look past, past, this might not be the one for you, but I, for one... I usually can't look past them, and this one I can. I love this fix. So. Yeah, see, I, I have a very hard time with <laughs> grammatical errors, but also I do take into account that this is fan fiction. This is fan fiction. These authors have put their work out there just for fun. So I still thoroughly enjoyed this fic really, really well. Um, <laughs> there were a few inconsistencies that I'm like, okay, if you went back and reread this, you could fix them. <laughs> So, but, but it is fan fiction and I still really liked this fic. Really, really liked it. Um, with it being so short, I was pleasantly surprised with how well it flowed mm -hmm. and the story was just very well-rounded. Yeah. So yes, yes and no. I do mm -hmm. feel, I think we're definitely going to get into it, but in my mind, Draco forgave so easy and it seemed like all of the sudden like he was so mad and then it was like nothing mm -hmm. happened like the next chapter like I would have accepted a chapter of groveling from Hermione but it, there wasn't really any so in that case I that's the only instance that I thought okay this story moved a little fast in that like it wasn't super easy to flow but after that it was fine so it was just that one chapter I think it was like chapter two or three where they like go to it would they go to Diagon Alley yeah that's and where... like I I would have expected more groveling but nothing mm -hmm. happened I fully agree with that and I mean throughout the beginning of it there are a couple of I mean threats that he does you know jab yeah. her way as far as well guess what you take him back to the states I'm sending my solicitors out for you so <laughs> don't even think about it <laughs> yeah and then all of a <laughs> sudden you just like, let it go yes but at the same time, she was also, I felt like she, I mean, coming from a mom point of view, I have a lot of mom guilt. And so I could relate to that as far as, oh, I've kept a, him a secret from his father for six years. He had no idea he existed. I've been trying to work up the courage to tell him and I just haven't been able to. And now it's blown up in my face. I feel very guilty and everything. And so kind of oh, well, I'm going back to America. No, you're not, because this is what's going to happen. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, and just kind of 
accepting the now new faith that she has of, oh, okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, there's not a whole lot I can do to really mend this now. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like she she accepted it in a way that, I don't know, just it it ended up working, I felt like. And he didn't really have to go after her because she was willing. Yeah, <laughs> that that's so true. bad. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Germione if she wasn't like super willing at some point. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I still, I really liked, I, I just thought it was so funny how short it was that they were able to incorporate so much into it. Right. I feel like it wasn't, it, it wasn't super rushed, which I really yeah. appreciated. Like this was a short fic, but it, it didn't read like it, everything was rushed. Like the only thing that was rushed was what Carrie Ann said with him forgiving her a little too quickly. Um, and in the last, at the very end, last chapter, um, the author wrote a little. Apparently, this is like a rewrite of an a different, an original story that they had already done, and it was more angsty. And I'm kind of like, Where's that I want one? that one. <laughs> right? Where's that one? I want like, that one. I want to see it. But she said she like re or they I don't Lady Ken's 347 rewrote or yeah rewrote it and um she changed quite a bit and I was just kind of like no I want to find the other one where do I find it could not find it before this but I'm glad you looked for it yeah I didn't look very hard if you want to send it to us we would be more than happy to read it (laughs) I know oh my goodness yeah shout out to so many authors out there you want to just send us your work just do it please (laughs) I'll, I'll for one read it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so I mean, we've kind of talked about, yeah, we like how well rounded it was. Um, Liam Granger. Okay. This boy, I loved this little boy <laughs> so freaking much. I, when I first started this, I thought he was kind of annoying. I'm like, he's annoying. And then, you know, I just, I'm like, no, he's not. He's just Draco. He's just little Draco. That's all he is. Like, he's just a little Draco. I thought he was a good mix of both as far as, okay, he loves to just read. That's obviously Hermione. But then everything else about him, I felt was so Draco Malfoy. But it was still kid-like because yes. it, sometimes there are certain phrases and things that he would do that I was like, oh, my son does that now. And he's mm-hmm. three years old. So it made sense to me that it wasn't like they were writing him to be an older eight. Like it made sense if that, like he was yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I loved him. I he also loved, I also love a good Ginny Weasley and this had a very good Ginny Weasley in it. I thought, although, okay. I have a hard time with fix where Draco is really good friends with the Potters. I don't have a hard time with that concept, even though, yes, it's very, it's very non-canon compliant. I mean, Germione is non-canon compliant, but um, <laughs> with him just being as good of friends as he was in this, I thought it was a little weird, like to the point of he comes in, he's calling Ginny Jin, and he gives her a kiss on the cheek. I'm like, okay, that you're too friendly. <laughs> Especially since in like, they did that in the first chapter and then he didn't really do that later. He did it. He did. He did at their pickup Quidditch game. He did it again. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what? What? I think it's 
it's more fun watching that relationship yes you know like yeah slowly become a relationship and then That's we read true. it and it was they've had slap in the face they've had like six years of this where mm-hmm. he's been a consultant for the dmle so he's been working with harry i mean yeah so I, feel like I liked you... it. I thought it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute that he's already best friends with Jenny. So then there's no like, oh, yeah. awkwardness. I mean, I like, like that oh. too. I do. I do like that. I'm not saying that I don't like it. It's just it's very different than what it, we It's very different. Read. Yes. Yep. No. You usually it's high ferret. I mean, did she still call him a ferret? I think she did. I think at one point during the Quidditch Some, game, right? Yeah, someone called okay. him a ferret during yeah. the Quidditch game. <laughs> Somebody always calls him a ferret, of course course anyway um how are you guys with uh like pregnancy trope or like child related because i know it's kind of it's pretty controversial in the like i guess fan fiction world not just dramine um where some people either love or hate pregnancy tropes whether it's like a surprise pregnancy or anything um people just hate it like there's so many like opinions about it out there and so i want to get your i mean obviously you read this so it might not be the worst nobody come for me but i'm totally okay with it i think that it adds like an extra level to things i like there are some times that i just want to read about like uh, yes. especially yeah. when you get like the single parent kind of like feel to it like I think that's so great and I just love that and so bring them on but I have to I feel like it's not like an every fic thing like it definitely has to be yes right out yeah and yep. it's it's very like okay that's I I'm in the mood for this I want to read a a pregnancy trope that's usually how I am and this is coming from someone who is childless so I do still enjoy a pregnancy trope so I don't always because it brings it brings out different emotions when you read it it does absolutely does uh i definitely fall in the category of i have to be in the mood specifically okay and that's also a lie though too because i do i love them i really do love them but at the same time it also depends on the story the storyline for me is huge like i have to be in the story to be able to appreciate that this one absolutely it it took my heart love it love it to death um it was just really well portrayed um but then I mean I feel like there's a lot of fix out there that it, it's just when, when it's like darker and they have this trope I I don't feel like the two mix very well together not for me not for me and so I don't know it just it puts me in a bad mood. So it depends on the fic itself for me. But yes, I do I do like the pregnancy child related fics. Well, and they also need to be properly tagged because if you're not yeah. reading uh, or if you're reading one that, okay, I'm not really, not necessarily that you're not in the mood, but when you just get surprise pregnancy when you were not yeah. expecting it, like when you don't read that <laughs> tag and you get surprise pregnancy, you're always just kind of like, uh, or the the faded it, um, my... oh no I feel sick in the morning just like oh I okay that. that when all of a sudden Every... it's like one morning I'm sick oh boom pregnant like no that's not how it works so that's literally whenever I read any of these fix when any anytime something like this happens like God, where's the tag where's the tag <laughs> is it in here and then she's not pregnant and I'm like oh okay thank god <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do. I go looking for it. Wasn't if this I like get, one of the first tags, I think so. Yeah. 
good. I, gosh, it's it's in the synopsis. That's <laughs> she true. Has a child. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secret yeah. baby is like the fifth one night stand, accidental pregnancy. So yeah, it's pretty quick. It's pretty right in your face. Kind of blown through my my first page of notes. <laughs> That's okay. You have three and a half more. <laughs> um here i i will jump in again i'm sorry no you're Uh, fine it made me really sad to think of like hermione bugged me at the very beginning of this for some reason like yes me too i didn't like her like (laughs) self-deprecation and i don't know she just she bugged me um it didn't make me sad to think of her like raising a child without her friends and her family very much so her mom and dad were still obliviated Mm-hmm. And that didn't get resolved, which made <laughs> that, me that was That was a funny comment that they wrote in there. She she had uh, acronyms for it now that when she re- referred to oh. their obliviation, B-O and A-O. <laughs> Before obliviation and after obliviation. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Just funny. B-O. Ah, I'm 12. <laughs> anyway but it did it I was upset with her too but at the same time I'm like okay put myself in in her shoes yeah (laughs) oh my gosh like okay when we're talking about fight or flight I'm definitely a flight (laughs) I I run run away from my problems anyway but at the same time I can never see Hermione actually falling out of touch with Harry no matter what yeah. That's something that's like, to me, is canon. <laughs> I don't know if that's a canon concept, but I just, I can't see it. I feel like Harry and Hermione are always together. They're so close. But in this one, I mean, him and Ginny were the only two that knew that she had a child, but they knew nothing about him, you know, because she wouldn't even share any of that with them. She left two days after she found out she was pregnant like ooh, that's just that's, that's a fast. very brash decision <laughs> and I don't quite understand her reasoning for just leaving like I don't I don't get it like even reading the whole thing twice I'm still yep. kind of like why does she just up and run away to New York like I don't I don't get it. It doesn't I don't make either. sense. Was she that afraid of like the Malfoy family and ra- it, well, like raising it a doesn't, child? It just doesn't fit with Hermione Granger's personality throughout mm-hmm. all the books. I mean, she's always been the person that confronts every problem and tries to fix it. You know, whatever she, she doesn't seem like the person to run, but at the same time, I'm like, this is, it's such a completely different thing that's so personal and I don't know I feel like I mean I can't I can't really say anything towards it because I've never been in that situation I have absolutely no idea and so I don't know like I feel bad for thinking that oh why would you do that but at the same time going oh girl yeah you made the right decision (laughs) you do what you need to do for yourself (laughs) but I yeah it, it did make it made me more sad though than mad for her mm-hmm. made me feel more sad yeah she even mentions like later in the book that in the book <laughs> in the in the story that she um oh how what was it um she was listing reasons for draco like what 
she'd be leaving behind in New York if she moved and she like in her mind she went I, I just ran out of things to say hopefully he doesn't you know keep asking me because she's her job my cat and that was like it that was like yeah. all the reasons she gave for staying in New York <laughs> so she's like oh, I hope I hope he doesn't ask about and or any more reasons or whatever mm-hmm. I do not remember how he said it but <laughs> I didn't write the exact quote down, so no, I, that's fine. I that's heard. fine. Shame on you. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Sorry, you have uh, one job, literally. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tracy. Uh, Sorry, Ron I'm bashing. reading. I know. It's oh how my gosh, Ron bashing. Ron bashing. <laughs> I'm a Ron hater, will, and I don't. Even, I will. I don't even care. <laughs> you stand on that hill. I'll stand on mine, which is across the, the way. I'm in the middle, like in the dip between oh. both of the hills. I feel like, I okay, I feel like, I feel like, no, I'm, I'm in that dip with you, Tracy, no. actually, because I do, I love Ron Weasley, but Jermaine makes you hate him. I mean, absolutely. But okay, here we go. First mention, remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> remain nameless. In our canon universe, remain nameless. <laughs> I love Ron. <clears throat> I love Ron in that fic so much because it's like I don't know I feel like they're just so much more mature and so when there's so much Ron bashing and he's being an idiot hold on and he's being an idiot I'm just like okay this is not Ron Weasley it was Ron Weasley when he was 14 but it's not Ron Weasley now he has grown up but at the same time it is fun to Ron bash because he does not belong with Hermione Okay, go ahead, Carrie. Okay, get ready. You're going to hate me. And I am going to accept no criticism on this, okay? Fine. I love Remain Nameless, but the Ron in that Remain Nameless does not make as much sense to me as the Ron in this. This Ron, to me, is what I in, like sincerely imagine him doing. He, the whole time, I felt like through the books, was kind of the same way of like, oh, I'm in harry and hermione's shadow and he was always wanting to do something of himself and so the idea that he sold a book and was like trying to be like in yeah like the spotlight like to me this is how he would have acted more than the remain nameless and so the ron bashing in this was like top tier way to go because that's how i see him (laughs) that's how i see him is this total asshole who just wanted to make a quick buck and wanted to say that he was different than harry and hermione and I thought there wasn't enough, honestly. His whole family just like, like Ginny at the birthday party. And she was just like, yeah, like, that's my brother. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, no, sorry. So I, got you don't, little, oh, yeah. I got a little bit heated there. Well, you don't, then you must not like the fact that he had a slight redemption at the end of this. Very teeny tiny one, but he started going up the hill. Yes. To me, it was like too little too late, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the damage has been done. Get out of it my usually, life. It usually is in these fics. Too late. You know, it, it really is. I and, and that's the thing. Okay. I like how Tracy says that you're in the little divot in the middle of the two hills of Ron bashing and loving Ron. I feel like I am there too because I do love a good fic like this where it bashes Ron because I loved Draco. <laughs> I loved him. Especially when he <laughs> went and opened the door shirtless. <sighs> That's the pettiness I love. <laughs> oh, I was like, what part? Are you it was like the first chapter when he goes no, and sorry. opens the door. Chapter two. Chapter yep. two. Yeah. Whatever. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny that 
I I thought it was hilarious that they they did what they set out to do, and then you know they they shagged anyway. So <laughs> get a girl. If he looked well, like I mean, that, like, she walks out. Bed. She walks out, and she's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I love how how honest she was. You you look you're fit. <laughs> You look good. The abs and the biceps. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I agree. He even flexed. Didn't he say that he like stood up and like flexed? <laughs> well, when he entered the door, he was flexing. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. That is so funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I love, I love Draco. And so it is. It's so easy to Ron bash. And when we're trying to bring somebody kind of evil, that's like an evil ex, because you kind of want that. <laughs> It's so easy to, oh, that's Ron, <laughs> Ron Weasley, <laughs> evil ex. <laughs> yeah. You know what I really liked about this one too? Mm-hmm. Normally I really like um, fix where Pansy is really nice, but I also liked how this one kind of addressed that they have a slightly unhealthy relationship. And I was glad that Hermione kind of like stood her ground yes. and was like, I'm going to be here. So figure it out. Like I liked that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did too. Cause yes, I I like Pansy, but I also oh, I usually hate 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 Pansy so much. Um, it was I'm trying to think. I don't remember what my second Germione that I ever read was, but the first one I read and I read it so many times was Remain Nameless, and so I hated Pansy because she's hated in that one. And <laughs> two, but then. Uh, I read another one. I actually read one. What What's the ship between Ron and Pansy called? Ron and Pansy? Have I read one of those? Ooh, Guess I have. What? Yes, yeah. I have. Guess what? <laughs> my second favorite on my whole list of all the Germanies I've read is a Ron and Pansy ship. That's disgusting. Guess what? I'm going to make you both read it and you're going <laughs> to like it. You're going to like it. It's uh, <laughs> The Disappearances of Draco Malfoy by Speechwriter. Um, that is my second favorite of all time. Uh, yeah, I, because I don't know why I there asked. Is, <laughs> there is no <laughs> favorite, no favorite above Remain Nameless, but that is number two. And the reason it's number two is because in my head, I feel like J.K. Rowling could have written this as book number seven. Like, legit. Except for uh, maybe one or two small scenes from it okay that's it the rest of it is so well thought out and just a complete rewrite because it's a Germione of book number seven and it is fantastic love it maybe one day I will make you (laughs) we're gonna discuss it on here we are it's gonna happen I didn't I didn't put it I haven't put it on our oh we should read this soon list because I don't want it to be torn apart yet. <laughs> I don't want it to be I'm torn ready. apart. <laughs> I'm not ready. It's my second favorite one. Out of all the Germanies I've read, it has stayed number two. Number two. I don't think it'll ever move either. No. <laughs> but that, that's the thing. I love story. I am here for the story. I like the story. If it has a good story, you're going to struggle for our one shot. One then. Oh my you? gosh! Your one, our one shot episode is going to be <laughs> here. Your... I'm going to be here Nightmare. for the one shots. As far as hey, authors out there, this is a really good idea. <laughs> this is a great idea. Let's run with it. <laughs> Write three hundred thousand words about it, okay? <laughs> oh my god! A three hundred thousand word thick 
pure smut just like a one shot i don't want a story i want a pure smut again again go read on the it's nature true. of daylight that's the one you need to read <laughs> they kind of have those though they've got like um fix that are each chapter is basically its own one shot but it's like 50 <laughs> chapters of just porn <laughs> totally read those <laughs> when are we reviewing those <laughs> It has such a wide variety, though, and some of it's it very... It would be so much of, okay, let's move well, on to chapter two. And let's I move know on to chapter three. There's a lot of uh, kinks in those that are very questionable. So it depends <laughs> your your level of that. Carrie Ann, me and you are fine. It's Holly that I don't want to, like, scar her sweet little brain. Sweet you guys are so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, it's hilarious. Anyways, I guess back to this one. You've veered <laughs> off course a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, hang on. Sorry. Apologies, I keep. Um, at one point, one point, this I think was like during chapter three when Draco's pissed off at her and he keeps throwing little jibes at her of, you know, well, you kept him from me for six years, whatever. Um, <laughs> And she had thrown back at him, well, I'm a mudblood, so, you know, that was one of her reasons that she left, or muggleborn. I don't think she actually uses the word mudblood. I, was gonna say, I, I like it. I like it when she uses the word mudblood. I feel like it brings so much feeling into it. I go, yes, girl, you tell him. <laughs> anyway, but um, he says the line, your parents could be bloody trolls for all I care. <laughs> it reminded me of Period. Reminded you of me. Ooh, yeah. This made me think. Uh, it made me. It made me rabbit hole. Okay, it made me rabbit <laughs> hole. Your parents could be bloody trolls for all I care. And so then I'm imagining <laughs> that'd be really funny if Hermione was a troll. <laughs> I thought of you and Shrek. <laughs> I need to clear up something right now for all the listeners. Okay, listen. It's not that I have an unhealthy obsession with Shrek, okay? I feel like I am completely normal. I do reference Shrek quite a bit. I read a couple questionable books. One titled Get in My Swamp. That's all I'm going to say, okay? It wasn't bad. <laughs> but he's an ogre, not a troll. I'm aware. I'm aware. And then it also reminded me of a very Potter musical because everybody calls her a troll. It's really funny. That's all. <laughs> That's all that that line brought to me. I did. I you laughed out loud when care. I was reading it because <laughs> my first thought was Carrie. <laughs> I don't even care. It means that I'm on your mind. So I don't even care. I'm going to take it as a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. It's great. Oh. <laughs> um, and I mean... <laughs> Start moving on. <laughs> um, I feel like I was in a catch-22 during a lot of this fic. I mean, going back to, you know, her decision to run and to never say anything and to continuously hide it. I'm like, I felt like it was excessive. But at the, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't know what I would have done. Because, yeah, you, you kind of go through all of the things going through her mind of she is muggle-born. She now has a child with one of the highest ranking pure blood families in wizarding history. You know, she has, you know, it's just so many different things. Even though, like, during that night, he portrayed, you know, 
completely different as far as there was a loud noise as far as um you know how it was growing up with him he was not the same person and it was obvious and it was obvious to her that he wasn't i mean she she wrote him so <laughs> there was that aspect of it i'd write them write oh. him whether he changed or not i don't care <laughs> like, oh. how eloquently put <laughs> yeah, thank you i know <laughs> i'm really good at that <sighs> okay i want to bring back to liam for a second one i I'm okay with the name. A lot of times I cringe at the names that they choose. <laughs> Don't hate the name Liam. Um, it, it fit the time period. Anyway, um, early 2000s, whatever. Okay. How he always would say, um, hi, I'm Liam Granger. How do you do? Mom makes me say that, but you don't, don't have to tell me. Don't I don't really it. care. <laughs> I don't really care. Like That's, that's awesome. I was dying. I, I love him. I love him. It's That's all. It's fine. Should we bring up the moment that I cried and I Marco Polo to you guys yes. that I cried? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we Marco Polo for everybody listening. And um, I sent them a little quick Marco Polo that I cried. I was, ball- it was, it was, it was not bawling, but not like one glistening tear. It was a good amount of tears. It was All like because- Tracy crying. She does cry. <laughs> Everything. That's fine. Holly, I'm waiting for your Marco Polo where you're crying. Hey, but... I did like yesterday, didn't I? I was tearing but up. But it wasn't fic related, was it? Yeah, it was. Did of I course it was it? fic related. What else did I cry about? <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, it's just at one point Liam says, Um, can I call you dad? To Draco. And Draco's like, I would like that you know, very much. And then he goes, Hey dad. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, um, don't call anyone else, but he's like, don't worry. I won't. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Why is that so cute to me? I don't get it. Just that little part made me cry. It, Cause it's so cute. Sweet. It really is. Mm-hmm. So. It's sweet. It's and very plus, sweet. He's, you know, you can kind of see that he's a, a little boy of not many words so him kind of asking for what he wants is a really big step and that was, that was so he just sweet. wants his dad to call him bud like that's so cute <laughs> liam granger he was just hilarious to me i <laughs> when they're walking down diagon alley and he's like my mom wrote a dragon out of green gods and she never lies so she's not lying about this except when she lied about me to you and you to me <laughs> The amount of times that she yelled Liam at him, the whole fic, it was so funny. <laughs> I I loved him so much. <laughs> oh, oh, in, in that same um in that same Diagon Alley. No, no, I'm sorry. Um sorry, I I skipped forward in my notes. Um hang on. Um Okay, Liam and Draco, kind of backing up a teeny tiny bit, them meeting for like the first official time when Liam comes out of his room all dressed all spiffy. Yes. And, um, and he tells him like, first impressions are, are like, mom tells me first impressions are important. And I just was just like my heart. I was like, oh, oh my God, he's so <laughs> cute. Oh, stop. Yes. So yeah, anyway, let's see. Um, I thought it was really funny that <laughs> when he starts talking to her about, okay, you know, when you guys 
you're you're coming back to England. You're going to move here, you know. And when we get married, and she's like, oh, hold up, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> what what do you you really think we're getting married? Uh, what? <laughs> I I thought it was funny, and I thought it it matched Draco and his family because obviously they're an old pure bloodline. Like this is what happens. I related a lot to um the pride and prejudice era <laughs> as far whatever era that is what? back a couple hundred years right okay, what yeah what what time period was that like what regency is that called era? That... regency <laughs> regency era <laughs> it reminds me of that do you know what i mean why is this so funny <laughs> i was trying so hard to understand what you were saying <laughs> I feel like this I'm took so a weird sorry. turn. Like, it could have just been like, it makes sense. He was uh, all family. They just marry whoever they get pregnant. <laughs> I'm fine. Anyway. Oh, my word. And they have a son. So he just automatically assumes like, oh, yeah, this is just what's done. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, let me bring you back to the present day. <laughs> and inform you that no this is not going to be happening <laughs> I just thought it was funny that like he he's like oh yeah I have my solicitor writing up this whole uh what was it a prenuptial is that what he was having her having him write up and <laughs> well we'll get married or whatever my mother thinks that this would be well no not not his mother he mentioned something though during that time about a specific time that would be a good time to get married and then i think narcissa also mentions when she thinks a good wedding day would like be a june a june wedding yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> and she's just like ha, 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 yeah <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> and in my head i'm going ha, 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 yes please <laughs> please Can we marry me how amazing narcissa was in this fic i loved her I loved her. I loved her and Lucius's like banter of like yes. he hated her. he hated Granger and the whole idea. And I like she was like, don't ruin this much, for me, Lucius. I liked how much he changed. I loved him in this. Yeah, I I have notes. Let me let me go forward. I'm I do, but forward. going back to Narcissa, yes, I loved that she was immediately like, "That's my grandson. Don't talk bad about him. Like, I want to spend time." But she also wasn't like super overbearing because i think it she asked she's like i would love to come and spend time with you like if that's okay and like i loved that what um liam said um when they were all kind of arguing like um you tried to trap my son you know you're not the first woman to what lucia said not liam yeah sorry i'm getting to that <laughs> yes what lucia said <laughs> to hermione about um you know you're trying to trap my son for the for the money you're not the first person to try kind of thing and um liam says well mommy doesn't need money i have so much i'll just share it with her yes. and i was like oh sweet boy <laughs> stop he loves his mommy yes oh. oh i loved that so much i loved the imagery that the author was able to incorporate when they go down to his heritage vault which you know he's like oh yeah this is all Liam's now you know they open the vault and <laughs> there it's being described as mountains of galleons and right in the middle is a huge treasure chest overflowing with jewels and I'm like love it damn hidden well, treasure <laughs> well and Liam grabs a tiara mommy look a tiara yes. for you and I was like because oh. I he's so mad at his mom but then he's still 
thinking about her like oh mom it's a tiara here it hurt uh anyway i'm sorry <laughs> i'm the childless one and i'm just like oh so it's fine you you're more than welcome to babysit my child any day take any well, of mine just pick them pick, pick one <laughs> Or turn uh, them Maddie. whenever you want, I guess. Take yes. Maddie. Do <laughs> uh, you guys know what you have back. to do for me to watch your kids? Move back. Damn it. <laughs> I just if I ever get rich, it's happening. Moving back. Moving back. Though, honestly, uh, do, don't move back. Let's all just pick another state and go live there. There we I go. He did. So. <laughs> like, I don't, we need a don't new state back. for all three of us. <laughs> We could just join Carrie Ann. We'll join her. Ben wants to go. get a compound. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Uh, I mean, that's no. a good way to, no. to get me and Ollie there. No. Uh, anyway, anyway. Yes, Lucius, um, I loved watching or reading him come around. And because he, he's a very irredeemable character just in general yes and so reading fix that has him kind of redeemed is Beautiful. weird <laughs> but it's i i kind of hate it because I not do. everyone should be redeemed but then he was redeemed so well in this that i'm just like i feel like the author has to do it correctly yeah and this, and one this was good yes. because yeah it wasn't because of anything specific it was just because he now has a grandkid yep and like yeah. that changes people mm-hmm whether you want it to or not. Yeah, we won't talk about the like the the boomer situation of they love their grandchildren more than their children. <laughs> it's fine. We won't talk about that. <laughs> My parents are pretty open about that. They like call me and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to talk to you. Put give it like put put Joey on the phone." And then like when we used to go oh. over, they'd be like, "Oh, my sweet sweet boy." And they like, "Oh, hi you." Like I was total they're very open about it. They don't care about me. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> mm. Talking about kids, they're just so disgusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, I'm relating there. it back Tension to this fic. <laughs> I am relating it back. James spitting in Albus's mouth made me gag. <laughs> uh, you know I what? I can handle. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was no, going to say, go I, ahead. Grew up, I grew up with two brothers. Did you? Do you guys have brothers? I have the baby of the family is my only brother. <laughs> okay, so you so I have, up. Okay. <laughs> I have an older brother and a younger brother, and I have seen that exact instance played out. I'm not joking. I have seen worse than that too. And so that to me, I was like, that makes total sense. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it makes sense. It's oh, just yeah. gross. <laughs> I can handle poopy diapers every single day, any day. You get me even close to a booger that my daughter picks out of her nose. Nope. No nope. thing is mucus too. I can deal with. Nope. I can deal with poop and vomit and all that. Can't anyone like um mm. so one of someone I am related to used to like hawking a loogie in front of me because it would always make me gag. It's is like, that the thing? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for lifting your mic for that. I appreciate it. I didn't want it, it to be super lot. loud, but I <laughs> thank you. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I don't even uh, do that. I don't even do that when I'm sick. I can't do it. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, I just, I gagged. <laughs> no, no, no. And then she yells at him and there it goes. Plops down right into his mouth. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Ugh. Anyway, 
Um, this moving author on. really wrote children well, basically. Yeah, they saying. really like, did. They really did. It was well written that way. Yeah, so. they made sense as children. Mm-hmm. Yep, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, something different about this fic. I don't think I've ever read a fic where Hermione Granger does not have a fit about house elves. She didn't have a fit about the house elves in this fic. That's I don't true. know if you noticed. Um, That's true. All she said was like, oh, Liam's going to love them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was it. And it was like, like Spew was mentioned, but what? not was it in her. Wait, oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. It was. Spew. I remember. Yeah, because <clears throat> it was just too. It anyway. was Harry talking about what she was doing or something and saying, yeah. "Are you doing or, something with Spew?" Or well, I can't remember. It was like that. Her like Muni. It was her where her yes. her work is. Like, what does that mean? It's like it's giving me Spew flashbacks, kind of thing. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. What does Muni stand for again? Magical, Magical University, University of Muni. There we go. There we go. I always ask that about the DMLE. I finally figured that one out, though. Department of Magical something something. Law enforcement. Yep. Oh, like, what is it? What was the next? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I know. I'm. <laughs> every time that I read it, I go, what? What is it? Yeah. So I, I finally have it figured it. out. Finally have it figured out. <laughs> like, I, I know it's just the wizard of, um, equivalent to cops. So, it's not <laughs> yet. Yeah, I think I just, like, I I'm like, yeah, I know what that is and just skip over. I don't exactly. even really pay any attention. I don't care. <laughs> Um, I love that we have Quidditch playing Draco again. With the addition of teaching his son how to fly. (laughs) It was so cute. That one I had one glistening tear come out. Um, Yeah, no, it... mm, Just love him. I I thought it was hilarious that (laughs) Liam is sitting on the ground (laughs) waiting and watching. And then it's like, I want to play. No, I don't want to play with you. I want to play on Uncle Harry's team because Draco's like they're going to win. Me jealous. <laughs> I loved it. I he was definitely like you could tell right from the get go. He was pure Slytherin, purely oh, Slytherin. I loved it. I'm like, I'm like you. It's just Draco Malfoy, young Draco Malfoy. It's great. Even at his birthday party when he was the Sorting Hat and he was like messing everybody up on purpose. I was like, that's I a Slytherin move, man. I <laughs> loved it. Well, the very first, like one of the very first things we see of Liam is um, when he can, when he meets his cousins. Oh, I'm just gonna call them the cousins, um, Albus and whatever James. James. Sorry, I knew that. Um, Liam was looking down his nose, even though he was the shortest. Yes, like that's how he was looking at them, and I was like Draco. Like that's just Draco. Yep. Can you imagine Fully. a little six year old coming at you? Like, it just sounds there. great. I don't think I could keep a straight face. Just start laughing. Well, that's because you would, because you're a Hufflepuff. <clears throat> uh, yeah, not really. We all know I'm a chosen Gryffindor. Loud and proud. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote down this quote back to this same this same thing where they're playing Quidditch, um, and he Draco is taking him. You know, it's his first time on a broom. Uh, she felt her ovaries bulge and, and burst inside her from Liam calling Draco his dad. Was this the same time? Hang on. Was that the same moment? Yeah, it was, it was like, watching okay. them right on a broom. That. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, yep, yeah, I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Ooh, oh dear, be careful. <laughs> and then and then she, she wasn't. wasn't so <laughs> she wasn't careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh man you know something else that crossed my mind with this so when they were talking about draco's work and he's a consultant for the dmle my mind just started buzzing of all these different tv shows where you know there's all these consultants for all these different uh detective agencies he's like, he's like sherlock and, basically yes and, and so i'm like i'm going somebody could take this fic and write a like i don't know a rom-com Germani about him being a consultant for the DML. <laughs> i have all these ideas in my head guys i wrote it down i wrote it down i want to know about draco's consultant life <laughs> the dmle <laughs> maybe there's one out there there probably is there probably is to find it mm-hmm. see the problem is that you guys are talking about like consultants and my first thought is only because i watched it recently was silence of the lambs who <laughs> 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 was technically a consultant <laughs> that's, that's true not the right vibe <laughs> but you're not wrong <laughs> it's fine and right there is um, why I am a Slytherin. We'll just slide that right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Another thing about this fic I thought was really funny because we all have this not fight, but Carrie Ann, you stand on one hill, I stand on mm-hmm. the other hill, and mm-hmm. Tracy is definitely in between. How do we pronounce Lucius's name? Lucius. Do you know what I'm do you know what I'm referring to <laughs> in this fic? He asks, what's his name? What's your name? Lucius. And he, he says, goes like Lucius. He, yeah, he pronounces it Lucius. And then he goes, it reminds me of Lucifer. <laughs> but then it's like, but he pronounced it Lucius. So he pronounced it Lucius. I'm assuming. I'm only assuming. So, but that's the thing. I, I pronounce it Lucius when I read it, but then... No, because that's not true. Because when I see his name, usually I go, Lucius, because that's how Voldemort says <laughs> in the movies. So I'm like, Lucius, but I've always called him Lucius. Like Lucian from Akatar. <laughs> Which can be argued as Lucian. I was going to say, yes, hold on. I know, hold I know on. We've, had, we've had this discussion. No, before. that's how you say his name. <laughs> No, 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 no. Don't do my man dirty like that. (laughs) What is it? Please enlighten me. Lucian. Okay, okay. (laughs) I I agree. I'm with you on that one. Anybody who calls him Lucian. I call him Lucian. Lucian and Elaine. You know what? I listen. I listen. I listen to the audiobooks and they call him Lucian. But well, they also the have weird names. Wrong. Yes, I know. They also have weird names for lots of characters. So. I'm going to write I an don't angry know. letter to the editor. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Over again. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. Um, something else that I liked about this fic that I feel like makes a good Dramini, um is when they're having spontaneous dinner with the elder Malfoy's <laughs> and Hermione is absolutely putting Lucius in his place <laughs> and Draco looks at Hermione with pride of course you do <laughs> <laughs> well he doesn't stand up for his, to his own parents so I guess he just gets all hot and bothered when she does mm-hmm. I think so. so 
Which is just so. a little bit backwards because in my <laughs> head, because he's a dominant, he would be the more <laughs> like in that sense, it's almost like he's this little submissive, like rolling over and showing his belly of like, oh, it's so hot when like she takes like when she puts them in their place. But no, no, I don't want that. No, no. Yeah, but knowing. But like, then, but I read it and he's like, oh, he looked at her with pride. I'm like, I love that. <laughs> Knowing how yes. Lucius was as a father, though, <laughs> shitty one, um, mm-hmm. I, it kind of makes sense that he wouldn't quite, like, put up a fight, just because he's just tired. Used to not winning. Yeah. yeah. So, maybe that's why. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> um, I like fix where Molly is good. She was good in yeah. this fic. I like those fix because we, I feel like everyone has their own opinions about Molly. I have a mixed opinion about Molly. I love and I hate Molly Weasley. Very much so. I have a lot of hate and I have a lot of love. Um, but I liked her in this because, she, you know, when Ron shows up to Hermione's party, uninvited, unannounced, drunk off his ass, and she's like, oh, to hell with you. Get it. You know, just is angry as can be you know and when she even greeted Hermione you know she wasn't angry that she had been like yeah she was like I've just been worried I've been worried sick you know that you've not been okay (laughs) yeah you need (laughs) to eat I love that I you know that's Molly Weasley that's my that's my motherly Molly Weasley that I love and there wasn't anything bad about her in this fic um (laughs) she's very very easy to is the word vilify is that the word is that a word okay yeah yeah so um right along with ron and so it's just i don't know it's one of those things so i liked that she was good i kind of wish there was a little bit more because she was such a mother figure to hermione growing up Mm -hmm. um because she spent so much time with the weasley so i'm a little bit upset that she just didn't be like hey Liam, I'm your grandma now. Yes. Especially since Hermione doesn't have her parents. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like, so Molly Weasley in my head, yes, I completely, completely agree with that. Especially, you know, after the war, she obliviated her parents. She doesn't have her parents anymore. Molly would have obviously stepped in as that role, even after breaking up with Ron. I feel like she would have absolutely, you know, and then when Hermione just disappears, I feel like Molly would have searched the ends of the earth to go and find yeah. her. That's Molly Weasley in my head because she's one of her children. Like, I just, you know, she's a busy I feel like know-it-all. she would have at least communicated somehow, fi- found a way to communicate with her to make sure she was okay. You know, mm-hmm. where are you? Can I come help you? No, no, no. Okay. Well, you need we to let me know. Especially if Harry like, and Ginny knew that she had a daughter. Yeah. Wouldn't Molly have like gone to Ginny and been like, hey, where is her where is she yeah yeah and yeah molly would take at least like we have to have weekly letters at least yes so that that's i feel like that is canon molly weasley that is how i imagine she would actually be so i do yeah i do wish that there had been a little bit more but with it being such a short fic and for what it was adding the little bit that we did get to see of her i appreciate it and that she wasn't an ass hat like her son. 
because we've read plenty of fics where she is. <laughs> exactly. Like, I well, have. Even just, even just the books she's in her hands. So. Yes. And, and that's the thing. It's like, that's why I have so many mixed feelings about her. Yeah, yeah. we've we've discussed this before about yes. book number five. <laughs> Molly Weasley in book number five. <laughs> and four. And four. Oh my gosh. How did I forget four? <gasps> Oh, we, we try hate Molly it. Weasley. What do I? What am I thinking? <laughs> that took a quick turn. Never mind. I hate her. <laughs> she's kidding. she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Like, Ugh. but I mean, but she, she. It's hard not to like her. She's just hard not to love her. But we because I don't know. I don't know. I kind of have to tolerate her because my favorite character of the entire Harry Potter series, and I will die on this hill, is Arthur Weasley. Oh, I love him. I will take no criticism. Nothing. Not take <laughs> my mind. He is the greatest character in the Harry Potter universe. It's fine. I don't know who mine is. I'm thinking. I don't know I if know I've ever declared. Is, you psychos. His name's Draco Rick. Malfoy? Yeah, it ends with Draco. <laughs> Draco. <laughs> what are you doing on this podcast if he's not your favorite? <laughs> let's, let's be real. Well, book Draco is different than fan fiction Draco. Oh, yes. Okay. yes. No, I like them both. Ginny might be my favorite character. That tracks with you, though, honestly. It's fine. <laughs> me? No, no, her. no with me. Oh, the thing that I like book good. and fan fiction Draco. They're both the same. It doesn't, they're great. I love them. <laughs> uh, I love Ginny Weasley, but maybe it's because. I relate. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I love Ginny in the books. Books, Ginny is so great. Oh, they did her dirty in those movies. <laughs> they did her so dirty. <laughs> she is not the same person in the movies. Absolutely not. At all. She is her snarky, hilarious, amazing self. Love her. Okay, back to... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, relating, goodness gracious, um, I really related to Liam, especially after Hermione uh, mentioned to Draco that he has abandonment issues, and I was like, "Kid, same, kid, same." I had a, such a very happy childhood. My parents loved me and gave me all the attention I needed and everything, and I still have abandonment issues and so I was as soon as she brought that up I was like oh my gosh it's like it's articulated in an actual like thing other people feel this way it was great anyway it was lovely to to oh, yeah. uh, experience that uh, or share that experience with a six-year-old in this fanfiction I love that I'm glad it can be appreciated that way mm-hmm. I feel like I can't speak for everyone, but I'm like, I feel like everyone has abandonment issues, at least to a degree. Yes. Cause I, I think about it. Cause I'm like, when I, when I really think about it, I go, I don't think I have abandonment issues, but then if I really think about it, if my husband were to just abandon me, Oh, I'd have major. I mean, obviously yes, <laughs> I'd have major abandonment issues, but I don't know. But yes, no, I, I, I totally agree with that because I mean, even as a kid, I felt that way when my mom would drop me off at school and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go today. Well, you have to get out of the car. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Not getting out. I'm getting, you're getting out and I'm driving away. No, no, you're not. (laughs) So, I mean, to a degree, yes, I fully feel that. (laughs) 
I don't think I can relate. I think, I mean, I had a good childhood, good parents and all that, but I couldn't wait to get away. (laughs) (laughs) And even like you were talking about like, oh, if your husband left, I'd be like, bye. (laughs) Obviously, you don't deserve me if you can't stay. I don't know. (laughs) know. We will make sure Ben skips this episode. (laughs) Oh, he knows. (laughs) He knows. He knew. He knew when we got married. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. I always tell him, like, if you can't handle me, your option is death. Because, like, I'm not going to give you a divorce. You knew what you were going to do. Like, you knew what you were doing when you married me. So if you want to get out, you know the one way. And he's always like, mm, well, you see. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. Oh, it's funny. Um, I liked that Ron was basically Gilderoy Lockhart. Did we mention that? No. He's basically I mean, Gilderoy Lockhart in a way. I mean, maybe not. No, he is. I feel, I really feel like he was because he's so full of himself and all he wants is fame and glory. And he writes a book about it. He is close with the Daily Prophet. He, you know, just, he likes to be in the spotlight. And it reminded me of Gilderoy Lockhart. Hmm. It did. Okay. Yeah. I can see why, <laughs> why you're making the connection. Um, huh. I, can, I can see. I can see how you are making it. See, I felt, and, and this is the thing too. I felt like Ron and Pansy would have been a perfect ship in this. They would. Because we, we suspect that Ron is the one who <laughs> let yeah. slip to the Daily Prophet that, oh, hey, Hermione and Draco had a baby together. Um, no, but then no, it ends up being pansy. pansy. Well, yeah, exactly. But they think it's Ron, and she goes and she berates oh. him for it in his old bedroom. And she, he's like, it, "It really wasn't me this time." And she, she's like, "He, he wasn't lying, you know." So it really wasn't him. And then she figures out in the end that oh, it was Pansy, freaking Pansy. <laughs> anyway, I felt like it could have been easily. Maybe we could have easily turned this into Ron and Pansy. No. They were perfect for each other in this. No, no, no. Yes, they were. <laughs> I don't think Pansy would have. Um, hey, maybe know, not. Used him to wipe maybe shit not. Off her shoe, that so. that. No, you might be right because Pansy and Draco were still. <laughs> Pansy and Draco. <laughs> Pansy and Draco were still really close in this fic, and so you're you're probably right that yeah, it wouldn't have worked because of how much they hate Ron. There's no way that Pansy would have been into that. Like Pansy was only in this fic though to kind of be that little shocking yeah. thing that it was her. I wish she would have been in it a little bit more. I don't know, just because yeah. she was just kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. So this is know. true. Like she was only there to be this, and then yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I wrote down a quote that Jenny said to Hermione. Um when she's finding out how long it's been since Hermione's had sex. <laughs> she says, I hope it hasn't closed up. <laughs> and then in like the next chapter, she mentioned, um, what about it drying oh God, up, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something about like dry, it yeah. was drying up or need to dust it off. Needed or to dust it off. <laughs> I was like, okay. Man, Everybody needs that. an honest friend in their life that will say yes. those things to them. Mm-hmm. And luckily for you two, you have me. You're welcome. I'm glad <laughs> you, you said I didn't have to. 
I know myself. I don't know. <laughs> we share a lot of very personal things together on Marco Polo. If anyone were to listen to our Marco Polo, they'd be very concerned. A <laughs> little bit, little bit. <laughs> and a little shocked. <laughs> I think. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I keep squeaking. I'm not meaning to squeak when I laugh. I don't do that and I'm squeaking anyway anyway uh another thing that I really liked was um George <laughs> George Weasley well I, obviously George and Fred Weasley okay there we go favorite characters right there um <laughs> George says to Hermione and Ron so they this is towards the end when they're at the Hogwarts Quidditch match and they go to Hogsmeade and she goes into Weasley's Wizard Wheezes that's opened up there um, and then finds out that Ron is actually managing the store <laughs> and he he walks up to her and George and George s- tells him now you two go and have an incredibly awkward conversation and speak up because I'll be listening <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yes <laughs> I love George Weasley so much <laughs> he's great he's better when his twin is alive too because I love his twin. Would you bring this up? <laughs> I was actually Sorry. going to, and I was going to say, is it oh rude to say that like Fred and George are your favorite <sighs> when Fred's the dead one? So like, shouldn't Fred be like? Say <laughs> <laughs> that rude. <laughs> That's so sad. I love Fred. <laughs> he was definitely the more daring of the two. If you ever catch that in the books, oh, he's definitely absolutely the one that's like, oh no, we're the more doing this. Spoken, oh, the more... yeah, this, this, yeah. and this. And George is kind of like, okay, I'll slow, cool down, Freddie. <laughs> like, he's the. Think about this. He's Voice the one that just reason. makes sure they don't go yeah. into jail. Like, he's yeah. absolutely on board for most things. Yes. And then, like, we got to dial it back so we don't, you know, yep. go to Azkaban. So. Yep. <laughs> oh, they rounded each other out so well. <laughs> rip fred anyway i really sorry. feel like queen charlotte the sorrows sorrows, sorrows <laughs> I, i'm so sorry for you let's move on <laughs> um another thing this is another off more it's earlier in the story when they're having their little dinner their little dinner his little party to introduce him to society and they're sitting at the huge dinner table and um Liam is like I can't be in Slytherin because my mom is a muggle-born and she's just going please oh give me a break I can't I don't know what to do like what I don't know what to do and then Lucius defended that absolutely yes is like well Slytherin would have been really lucky to have your mom (laughs) you know in their house or whatever and it's like whoa hey dude he he even put it in such a way of like well that's the like that like those prejudices that's the old man thinking that's a problem for the old men you guys are are like different and i was like "Hmm, if only all of the people did Uh, that's fine but yeah no it was that moment this is gonna come off really bad and i'm so sorry for everybody listening but it was that moment that i thought he could get it <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was. It was though. Uh, I never once thought that about Lucius, but it was that moment that I was like, "I see you in a new light, man." <laughs> like, oh my gosh! 
I can't say I disagree. You can't say you disagree. Well, okay, okay. But not necessarily because of that. That part wasn't what got me onto Lucius, but like, come on. Every now and then, like when you're scrolling through TikTok and it's like, okay, well, here's the characters with the long like the long, like blonde or white hair. Lucius is always on that list and he's always really good looking. Uh, not the actor uh, that played him. I like the, the actor who played him. Oh, I love Jason Isaacs. That, oh, I met him oh. once. Jason, you what? met him. Comic Con, Comic Con. So I love yeah, Jason Isaac. I liked him. So. Oh, he's fantastic. He is like he's such a great person too. He's just awesome. He's a great actor. He's great. I loved him as Captain Hook and Wendy's dad. Did you watch? Because he plays both. That's where <laughs> I fell in love with him. <laughs> Was it a documentary that they did for like the 10, 20 year or whatever, where he was yes. talking about inter- like auditioning? He's like, I didn't really want to be two kids villains, but I was so mad at the audition and that's exactly what they wanted. So I gave it. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that. No, um, Tom Felton talks about him in his book and about biography. Okay, that. Autobiography? Pretty much means the nope. same thing. No, what's it's an autobiography? What <laughs> autobiography, someone else writes it. Oh, about that wow, I'm just an idiot. Anyway, his biography, he talks about uh, Jason Isaacs and how awesome it was to act with him. He's like, this guy would literally be cracking jokes left and right. And then all of a sudden they'd say right action and it was just immediately back to Lucius Malfoy. And you, could, <laughs> it was like, whoa, <laughs> this guy could act yeah and he loved it loved it he's like oh yeah no it he was just amazing and I'm like man you know there's just some actors I I just want to meet him I want to meet him and he played such a great Lucius Malfoy he really did he nailed it the problem is I don't think we'll ever get him on the podcast now that I've said that (laughs) I don't think Jason Isaacs (laughs) would be interested in being on a dramatic podcast what would we have him read? <laughs> I just, I want to get everybody. I want to get <laughs> we'd everybody. Make him, we'd make him read the auction because I like him in the auction. <laughs> Do you no, not? That's fine. We've yeah, all read that fine. one. Yeah, well, I was trying that's to think. Fine. I was like, I actually kind of want him to read started, one that he's the worst where <laughs> he dies or something. thinking about Manacle. And I was like, that's not the same. I, I... We could make him read Bring Him to His Knees. <laughs> He's in that one, and he's really bad in that one. That's why I mentioned that one. No. <laughs> want Tom Felton to read that one? It's fine. No, I, I, I want Tom Felton to read Remain Nameless. Okay, okay. I want yeah, him whoever, to read Remain Nameless. Whoever told Tom Felton, like, read Manacled, like, as his first Hermione fan fiction, shame on all of you. <laughs> as the first one <laughs> come on guys you I'm just, that one's scarring <laughs> yes very very emotionally scarring beware of the tags <laughs> they're there for your protection i just i find it funny and sad that that's a lot of people's very first fan fiction i know and i'm just like it's it's it like the most popular one out there it, it really is it's so well written mm-hmm. you fantastic job really fantastic job you hurt my heart in so many ways yeah. I didn't know was possible <laughs> so created a fan you. fiction that I both love like that I have to like yes. but I hate it at the same time yep mm-hmm. so yep it was so good and it was so awful 
<laughs> but it, it was it was very very good so yeah to be the first fan fiction if that's the yeah. first fan fiction you ever read I'm so sorry I'm so sorry because honestly had I started with that one I would probably we would not be discussing Germany right now we would not nope that's that's one where it's either like okay you'll never come back to it or nothing will live up so anyway yep we have veered so far yeah we have yeah we have (laughs) my dog I'm sorry just woke up and he looks so disoriented like he is like sitting there staring into the abyss right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, no, you're good. Okay, I'll I'll try to get us back on track. So, I felt like this story pulled me in immediately. Yeah. I don't know if you both felt it's that kind or of a not. Right off the bat, it was the synopsis. Obviously, I mean, I was interested in that, but then, I mean, literally, first chapter is. You know, she walks in and then all of a sudden Draco Malfoy flews into their home and she hears his voice first and is like, oh, oh no, this isn't happening. And I go, oh, it's happening. <laughs> this is happening, girl. <laughs> Let's get this started. And, and we did. And we did so quickly. So I, I liked that the story pulled me in that quickly. Um, and another question, though, that that we had about this was you know it was this a fake of like instant love or was this a relationship that progressed organically I feel like you can almost say both yeah I know you can argue both mm-hmm. I, I really do because it's like she's had he this was going connection to call her yeah. after and he waited he waited like a good boy so that he didn't seem desperate <laughs> poor boy like I would have been desperate <laughs> Man, and you know, this fic, it was just so fluffy. The way that he loves her is so cute. When he tells her that he's falling in love with her, and then she says that I think the next chapter that Mm -hmm. she thinks she's falling in love with him too, and he goes, oh, Granger, I've already touched the ground. It's great down here, or something like that. He says something so cute. And then he says something about, like, now that I've had you, like, I'm not planning on letting you go. I'm like... (laughs) Picking my feet over here. Uh, yeah. Blushing. Yep. <laughs> Jiggling. <laughs> <kicking> my feet. <laughs> he has that effect on us, okay? Oh, yeah, no, I, that one was good. I liked mm-hmm. I liked the the progression that it was enough of a relationship build. What but while still being instant love, but it wasn't the Yeah. It wasn't, I, it was more believable, I guess. Yeah. I felt like she had all the six years of angst <laughs> all bottled up inside thinking about that one magical night she had. And then, Ooh, I've got this present. You know, I love it when she shares her birth story with him yeah. when he's feeling completely down after spending his first day alone with him, you know, and he's like, he hates me. He absolutely hates me. What did I do wrong? Like, you know, and it's just because he was giving the other kids attention because he was, you know, basically Uncle Draco to Albus and James. And so it's like, he's not going to ignore them, but he didn't think that'd be any sort of an issue. And so, you know, when he comes back to the apartment, he brings them food, he puts them to bed or she puts him to bed and then they're talking and she just feels like she needs to share it with him. I loved that. I loved that she decided that he came five weeks early I was terrified. He, you know, 
They told me he's going to probably have all of these different issues. He's going to have to go to the NICU. She explains what the NICU is because it's a muggle term, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, he was born and we went home two days later because he was completely healthy and totally fine. And he's been the best gift that I've ever had. You know, it's just sweet. It's so cute. And I, I, I liked that because it's like, yeah, he's missed out on this entirety. Like this is such a huge thing for somebody all of a sudden. Oh, boom, you have a six-year-old child. What? You know, kids and are not easy. knowing, no, and not knowing anything about them, not, you know, just having it shoved right up your ass. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I mean, that's obviously not what happened because, well, that's not how you can see. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. In his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> Tracy's like, just stop talking, both of you. <laughs> I just thought it was so cute and fluffy. I really did. I thought this fic did a really good job making it fluffy. And it's just, yeah. Good feel like, good one. Mm-hmm. And it's a good Definitely quick feel good. I yep. read it today. So. Yep. Yeah, so, so did I. I read it in maybe mm-hmm. like two hours. Like it was quick. Mm-hmm. 58,000 words. Yep. That means nothing to me. Okay. Okay. The equivalent of like 58,000 words. I know. Yeah. We have to do disgusting. Um, Hang on. Because, oh my God. Um, It's disgusting. It's because 58,000 words, that's like the equivalent of like the Hunger Games book. Is that? You know something. No, Uh, I feel like Hunger Games is like double that. Word count. I was going to say no. The first book. Okay. It is double that. No, I I think I had looked that up recently actually oh, to I see how long did. Hunger Games was. Yeah, because um, it's exact. That's it's not quite double that. That's but so yeah, that's exactly what I compare these two because I don't. We don't have an actual book with pages, and it's like I can't see how big it is. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on how many words there are, and so I like to. I usually compare them to the Harry Potter books. I think Harry Potter number one. I could be completely wrong. Oh, I want to yeah. say it's in the 70,000 word count. Okay, hold on. I'm There's nope. literally a list of 50,000 word novels. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm like, guys, I have the books Let's right see. here. Let me just count the words. <laughs> um, God. <laughs> the most popular ones, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is 46,000. Really? The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks, 52,000. That's it? The oh, Great that, Gatsby. A, just a couple hours read. Yes. Um, trying to look if there's any of these other ones. So short. Wow. I know those. Yeah, the great grass. There's a bunch of other ones, but I don't. I've never read any of them, so I don't. I'm pretty sure watching the Notebook would take longer than reading it. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Philosopher's Stone is seventy-six thousand words. So a little bit less than that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean it it was an easy short read. Really feel good. What would you both rate this? The rating. I know. I think overall I would probably rate it of like a 4.25. It gets a like a slight dock for the grammatical errors um because every now and then I'd have to like shake myself out of it to be like and have to like reread something because I had to kind of fix it um didn't happen as much as I thought um 
the grammatical errors, there was the one that Holly, of course, had to bring back into my mind. Oh, was I was going to write down a couple more. The spoon yeah, turned into there, a cup. There yeah. were more that I had to reread over and over and over again because it wasn't just, you know, like, oh, bad commas. You know, yeah, this shouldn't no, be there. It that. was wording. And I'm yeah. like, I, what? <laughs> What's happening so right now? So I didn't now? have to tweak that. Yeah. So it gets a teeny, teeny, tiny doc for that. Yeah. Um, but now overall, I'm a sucker for these kind of stories. So 4.25 is what I give it out of five. Obviously. I'd probably just give it a four out of five. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah, there were some errors, some grammatical stuff that like, as you're reading it, you have to kind of take a pause. So it's not as like seamless. Like I said, I do think that it was a little bit rushed in certain places yeah. and just there were a couple of things with like some of the characters, like specifically, I think Hermione acted weird in the beginning and then she like changed at the and end. Yeah, it wasn't really like, because like, she was acting weird in the beginning and we never really got a full explanation of why and then she was just all of a sudden kind of changed. So, so it just like little things like that would probably, but I like I liked it I would read it again 100% this is one of those that like you're in the mood for something cute easy fast to read with a little bit of like that pregnancy in there bing bang boom yep <laughs> I agree I agree um <laughs> it's funny because as I'm thinking about how I'm going to rate this I'm going okay you guys are you know bringing up really good points and everything and I was originally going to give it a three and I've I've amended it I'm gonna give it a 4.5 <laughs> you went from a okay, three to a, a giant listen okay <laughs> so because i so i rated this before we got on here to do this and i rated it as a three and i rated it i gave it a bad rating because of the grammatical errors there were so many and it it was really hard to follow in certain places the biggest part that was hard to follow was actually their pickup quidditch match so he was letting Liam know, like, hey, do you want to ride with me? And he goes, no, my mom says that they're dangerous. You know, one in four people have an a-, a flying accident. You know, he's r- rattling off facts. He goes, okay, well, you know, normally I play with Albus. So I'm going to, like, explaining to him that he's going to put Albus on his broom with him. And he's going to play with him. And he goes, that's fine. And he goes over and he picks up his book. Like, he doesn't care. Um, and then Draco, it says something along the lines of, he picked him up and put him on the front of his broom and then kicked off with Liam. And then oh. it said something about Liam being on the ground watching them. And I'm like, okay, so you met Albus, but then there was something else about the same paragraph that didn't make sense. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, okay. And so I just, I ended up having to just skip it. And there were several times that it was like, okay but then you know as we're talking about this and everything i'm like okay you know what this is i i explained this in the beginning this is a fan fiction this is not a perfect work of art so can i really dock them that much for it you know what no no i cannot so i docked them a lot for that so if i take that away i loved this fic it was so cute and fluffy i oh i loved it but also i mean 4.5 out of 5 it would have made it higher except for certain things like that. Um, and I also felt I really did. Yes, it was short and it was still well-rounded, but I did feel like they could have added a bit more mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to certain situations and certain characters like you know what we were talking about with chapter three when it's like oh yeah no you you send that solicitor after her you do something make her grovel <laughs> yeah. make her feel I something don't think she said i'm sorry to him until like chapter seven yeah like it make her mm-hmm. say the words yeah they both have an issue with I don't that. I remember her apologizing for that. It but was, then, it was but something then, so little too. It was like anticlimactic of like, oh yeah, I hope you know, like I am but, sorry. And then it like moved on. Yeah, they well, and I really liked the growth of their relationship. I liked their communication that they had. So there were a couple of times when they, where Hermione was getting really upset with him over something kind of trivial not so trivial i mean she was saying oh we're gonna have a small dinner party and then narcissa throws a huge thing to introduce liam to people and she gets infuriated with draco because i mean she just goes in and she sees draco just nonchalantly standing there watching everything happen around him and she's like are you kidding oh absolutely not you're not doing this to my child you know and so and she says that you can't do this to my son he goes okay number one our son son. and number two I walked in here 15 minutes ago you're joking like you know and she actually takes a step back and tells him you're right I'm sorry she does it twice in this fic where she takes a step back and she says you're right I'm sorry and he's like wow that was easy thank you (laughs) Thanks for making that easy and not making this an actual fight. You know, something in my personal life I could probably take some advice on. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to admit when I'm wrong. I do not care. I I will gaslight the hell out of Ben until he admits that I'm right. <laughs> you, Carrie Ann, so oh, have you man. ever seen Downton Abbey, either of you? No. Violet Crawley, played by dame maggie smith aka minerva mcgonagall love her by love the her. by love her you, carrie ann she says a quote that makes me die every time um so shrek someone, related because apparently no, it's <laughs> this person says oh, oh how you hate to be wrong and um mcgonagall says i wouldn't know i'm not familiar with the sensation that's you <laughs> right that's that's you it's fine i am right and <laughs> oh, i will always so be right and i will change everything around me to make it so i am right and i will never ever ever admit when i'm wrong <laughs> i don't care <laughs> everyone listening that is correct <laughs> that's right you say it's right <laughs> oh funny oh man it's so funny anyway anyway i gave it a 4.5 although it only made so Again, I'm bringing my list into this because I keep a running list of all the Germinis I've read, except for one shots. I don't add one shots onto here. They're not long enough. You don't read I don't them. add them on. I don't read them. Anyway, <laughs> I've read a few, handful. Anyway, um, I made you. That's right. Anyway, so obviously number one is remain nameless. Everybody knows that it will. I, it can't be moved. It's never been moved. Um, but I have all the way up to seventy right now. So I've read seventy different Germinis uh this so and i put these in order of how i've rated them between each other so it's like okay i liked this one more than i liked this one so it's going to be above that one you know so i kind of go like that this list is getting too long it's getting too hard to actually do this because now i'm starting to forget i'm starting to forget (laughs) hire me an assistant i'm starting to forget oh what was this one about 
why did I rate it here? Like what, you know, whatever. Anyway, but then there are some bigger markers that it's like, oh yeah, it's definitely better than that one, <laughs> you know, whatever. But this one fell at number 42. But I think the reason I put it there, because I read this one initially several months ago when I first read this one, when Tracy sent it. Um, and I think I put it there because of the grammatical errors. Because I was like, I can't, I can't handle it. It's too much. But then rereading it, I'm like, oh, melting, melting for Draco Malfoy. Oh, and Liam Granger. <laughs> so cute. Anyway, so going back through this, I'm like, oh, it needs to move. It probably needs to. Good luck with that. Move. And actually, I would say to number 31. I'm moving it to number 31. Only because I'm looking at the two that are there, and I know I liked it less than that one, and I liked it more than the one next to it. Yes. You just Pause. glitched. Did it glitch on your end, Tracy? Yes, it did. No. Okay. Damn it. Now it's better. I was okay. going to say, you're fixed oh. now. Oh, good. It, you glitched what was a I second, saying? and it wasn't matching. Like, the video wasn't matching your words. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, you should, bought, I, should I you, like, say that? that yeah, no. it was just. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to. I'm just moving know. it. The whole, the whole moral of this story was I am moving Aparicium from number 42 to number 31. That's all. That's, a large That's all jump. I'm doing. I've read this one twice. Who, who is in 31 that you're bumping down? She's glitching a lot. Is it just me? No, it's not just you. Five okay. days. Five days. That's what we heard. No. Crap. Bryce. There we go. I'm glitching a back. lot. Your internet kind connection of. is unstable. Damn it. Is our internet down? I'm asking my husband. It's funny to hear the words before I, I see your mouth move. <laughs> okay. Now it looks like it's fixed for it? a minute. Yeah. Better? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't say anything's wrong with our internet, except it did pop up on the screen saying that your internet connection is unstable yes i can relate. i am unstable. i never have that issue <laughs> sorry we rarely have that issue because guess what my husband works for a tech company and he's very very techy and very very good at what he does and if our internet goes down it's fixed magically <laughs> for me anyway it, it took the spot of five days the fic was called five days that it's taking its spot <laughs> But it's after who I was with you. I don't know either of those. It's okay. They're on our fic list. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. I did like that one. I really liked how you, you finish reading that fic and you just feel good. You just feel good. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. I well, think it's rereadable. Yes, it is. Obviously, it's better the second time around <laughs> for me. <laughs> Pun intended. The smut in it, it wasn't. I don't get it either. That wasn't a pun. <laughs> I apparently was not listening to you. <laughs> you so were thinking sorry. about smut. I was thinking it about was, smut. It was a. It was a more of a. That's what she said. That's what I meant. <laughs> Oh my god! Thank you. I was like, I don't get the joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bad joke. I, but you know, that's why my biography on the website matches me really well. 
my jokes are not my call own. Call that a biography. <laughs> I don't know what I would call that, but not a biography. I said biography. I didn't say, I did I say auto? No, you said biography. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't call that a biography. Oh. I don't know what I would call it, but that's a little like bio. A synopsis of myself. Bio. I guess it is a fucking biography. I'm like, what does bio <laughs> mean? So <laughs> Thank goodness. It's not just me this time. Ooh, it's usually just me. I'm usually the I'm usually the blonde, you know, the stereotypical. Which is funny. Blonde. I think I'm the only natural blonde in the group. Are you blonde? Yeah, I, I am a natural blonde. blonde, yeah. <sighs> Which is why when you look at me, hey, that's why I'm not a blonde because it doesn't a blonde. Fit. Brunette and a redhead walk into like, a bar. It's the beginning of a bad joke. <laughs> oh, all the bad jokes of my childhood were <laughs> blondes, oh, brunettes, and redheads. Oh. I have some like blonde streaks in my hair right now, but that's about it. What are you all reading this week? I'm reading A Court of Silver Flames. That's the book mm-hmm. I'm on now. I know. Look at me go. Look at me go. Oh, I'm thoroughly I, enjoying it. I'm very proud of you for making it to that. Thanks. I know. I'm just, I'm all about Jermaine. <laughs> Before we got on this podcast, I was listening to Remain Nameless. Oh my God. Of course you were. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I finished that book, Morbidly Yours, finally. Uh-huh. And I am reading, or okay, I'm audiobooking because it's on, Spotify has audiobooks now with premium. And so I'm gonna try and actually only like 16 hours though it is like is it monthly yeah okay and I but don't there's only so to... many hours you get a month and i don't listen to enough uh audio oh is it like an actual published work yeah. okay because i'm listening to i'm glad my mom died by jeanette mccurdy um and i well i read or i listened to it at work because i work in office once every pay period and I was like so horrified by some of her stories. And I'm just like, oh my god! So yeah. it's it's good. I'm I can't believe I waited this long to jump on that train because it was really popular when it first came out. Mm-hmm. So. I can't I... believe you're gonna listen to an audiobook. I know, I know. I'm shocked. I, I told my mother what the um, title was, and she's like, "Why would you read that?" It's really funny because you'd read it too, mom. That's why. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Um, I am reading a book by Claire Sager. I think that's how you pronounce her name. A Kiss of Iron. It's apparently pretty popular. I've seen it on all over TikTok. Yeah, no, because I'm... it's going to be the holidays. So I want to be too busy. Yep. Seeing family and packing and all that boring stuff. Yeah. I am reading really... A Court of Silver Flames. And I will finish that. And I will immediately jump back into Germione. Because I can't stop. Well, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. I'm at 70, 71. Holly, you for, you're forgetting. When you uh, finish Silver Flames. Yeah, you have two more books to go. Crescent Don't you worry. City. I know. Like, you forget. My sister has those on audio, so. The, I don't have to wait for the library to get them I in. I can't wait for you to meet my baby. <laughs> I thought you're caressing your boobs. <laughs> I would to hunt. I would. He's one of those. I don't know. Like, I'm Draco Malfoy. If he uh-huh. walked up to me on the street, no words would need to be said. I would strip right then, right there. He could do whatever he wanted to, and I would just. I love him. along. 
I love There's him. There's few people like that, and Draco's one of them. Hunt's I want one of them. him. Rowan is one of them. Rowan! Want. <laughs> Desire entirely. <laughs> What did I miss? I was in my own little world. Uh oh. She um mimed something. I showed how appreciative of Rowan I would oh, be. Oh, show me again. <laughs> it's just we have like, to keep have this in, right? <laughs> have you seen the grapefruit video? The grapefruit technique? No, but I can imagine what it is. You haven't oh seen it. You gotta send it to me. No, I, I haven't. Don't know if seen I have it. either. Oh, <laughs> you both are lying to me right now. You're dead serious. You've never seen the grapefruit technique. I have no idea what you're I talking don't about. Really know what you're talking about. This is one of those moments. I don't want to say that you guys are old, but dude, I'm turning implied. thirty. I'm gonna turn thirty this next year. How old am I? You're twenty-seven. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was turning 24. Guys, I am so freaking depressed right now. We were talking about how you need to read Crescent City. That's how we got started on this, by the way. <laughs> okay. What a turn okay. That took. Hang on. <clears throat> Let me say our, our last bit. <laughs> if I can. Are we ready? Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to join us next time as we discuss The Downfall of Us All by Jim Joy. Germany Fanfic Fanatics is a fan podcast that discusses and reviews fan fiction written by various authors based on the characters Hermione Granger and Draco Malfoy from the Harry Potter series created and owned by J.K. Rowling. We do not own the rights to the Harry Potter series, its characters, or any of the fan fiction works mentioned in this podcast. The purpose of our podcast is to provide commentary, analysis, and entertainment related to the fan fiction community and to foster a sense of community among fans. We respect the creative efforts of fan fiction authors and consider their works as transformative interpretations of the original source material. All fan fiction works discussed on this podcast are the intellectual property of their respective authors. We aim to provide proper attribution and promote the fan fiction community by linking the author's original works where possible. This podcast is created for entertainment purposes and is not intended to infringe upon the rights of the copyright holders. If you are the author of a fan fiction work discussed on this podcast and would like us to remove or modify our content related to your work, please contact us and we will properly address your request. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge and agree to the terms of this disclaimer.